0: Blog Talk Radio. So, what's up,
1: man? Yes not much, man. so yeah, what is your thoughts on the uh, the first game? Oh man,
0: okay, well, first off, thank you for letting me uh you know join you guys in the in the podcast um, I will say uh absolutely uh I was uh, I was absolutely wrong with the uh, notion at least of the first game. I thought it was gonna be close. I thought the Warriors were going to win, so I thought it was going to be within the spread, which was seven points. Um, you know, I, I like to think that everything that I, I say or, or did say was, was accurate, and it was the only thing that was accurate was the fact that when I, I think afterwards I texted you guys, because I thought to myself, like, you know, Cleveland, you know, Cleveland's good. You know, you know what you're going to get, but... If you think about it in terms of the entire team and then individually, Cleveland, you know, they're inconsistent. LeBron's had games where, you know, recently, like in Boston, he disappears. You know, same with Kevin Love, same with Kyrie, uh, D Will kind of disappeared. You know, they all disappeared, except for LeBron in this case. And it was also an example of how dominant the Warriors can be. And a fact of the finals, too, that I kind of discovered was the ceiling for the Warriors is astronomically higher than than the Cavs. You know, the Cavs have to do a lot right to make the Warriors lose, and obviously, Kevin Durant. I, I, I was I, I was dead wrong about Kevin Durant, at least especially with Game One. Now it is Game One, and the Cavs. You know, were in a similar spot last year. But obviously that was, I mean, that was, that was poetry. That was beautiful, beautiful basketball, you know, on the Warriors end. But I will say something after, after you go, I will say something that I was telling Stan that might, that might piss him off a little bit just because I have to, but that's my, that's my thought. I think game two is going to be inevitably close closer because it can't get much, you know, farther. <laughs> it can't be, can't be that much greater of, of a difference of a game than uh game one. But uh, yeah, dude. If the Warriors keep playing like this, there's no reason to think that they can't do it in five. You know, straight up. But, yeah, that's my that's my thought on game one, and I, uh, I admit that I was uh, I was definitely not as correct as I wanted to be.
1: No nah, man, it's not even a big deal. Like, I mean, game one could have really went either way before the game started. I thought the Warriors were going to win just for the simple fact that, like, as weird as it is, and I don't really like going by stats. But like LeBron has only won like one time as far as a game one in his Finals career, so I thought like the Cast might kind of start off slow, and then like the first the first quarter was great, and then the second quarter mm-hmm. was good, but like you could you could tell like all right like the Cavs are about to start falling off because like at first mm-hmm. it was just like I mean most of the game was the Kevin Durant show, but like Steph Curry oh, heated right. up in the second quarter, and they was just like, okay. Like, it's it's looking like they're about to break away. But because it was the first game, like, as you know the Cavs, well, not the Cavs, uh, well, the Cavs didn't miss easy shots, but the Warriors missed a lot of easy shots. Like, they missed even Dude, more. Like, just they could have been out. up. Yeah.
0: Dude, absolutely. It was like when I was watching the game, you know, in my head, and I, I had a group of people over, and everyone was, you know, rooting for the Warriors. And in my head, I was like, you know, going for the Cavs. And I'm watching this game, like, and like you said, you know, I'm watching like two foot, like two foot layups are not going in, and it's all from the Warriors. And then Cleveland goes down, and I don't think, you know, I noticed that they they're missing, you know, they probably miss shots, but they seem like they're making them more consistently, because we're so used to seeing the Warriors make shots all the time that when they missed those shots, you know, I, I thought, oh, wow, this is, you know, I'm right. But then I keep looking down at the score, and the Warriors are, like, up. You know, they're, they're like, up by six points. Then they're up by nine, you know, nine points, and then 11 points. And there's
1: some, you know, it,
0: it was, yeah, it was crazy. But, yeah, sorry for, yeah, go ahead. I noticed that, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when I saw it, like, the first thing I was thinking about, was like, it's probably a mix of jitters and then – them just thinking too much. Because, like, you could tell, like, if you Mm play ball, like, you know, like street ball or wherever, like, you could tell, like, when you're trying to make a layup but you're thinking too much, like, you you almost think, like, you're going to fall or something. Like, that's how it came off. Like, because there was a couple of times, like, Steph missed a couple of layups that he wouldn't usually miss. Uh, There's a couple of putbacks that Kevin Durant had missed, and he already had a 38-point night. So he could adopt, like, Forty-five, probably. Had he not missed the yeah. others, but yeah, like Clay. Um, is Clay ever? Yeah, Clay and dude? Draymond weren't there. Well, you know, Draymond. I'm not really concerned with Draymond because like Draymond knows his role. Like he doesn't really even care to like score. Like I, I'm pretty sure like if they You're right. if they like double team the other two, then he probably would score. But like he's more concerned with like rebounding. Passing all the other stuff, but Clay. Yeah. The the fact that Clay was getting locked on by Kyrie, I just don't like it. I I get it, like Kyrie's not a bad defender necessarily, but it's like, dude, like that's supposed to be barbecue chicken. Like you're supposed to get him, Mm -hmm. like and like I would say like Clay needs to get to the basket like more often. Like he. The shots that he was taking wasn't even bad, but they were just rattling in and out. So he needs to get to the basket more often. But, yeah, if he can heat up somehow, some way, this series will definitely end at five. And, yeah, another thing, uh, I, I want to say this, based on the conversation that you and Stanley had, right. I, like I, the the bench, I knew the Cavs bench wasn't going to play well because they really haven't played well throughout the entire playoffs, like, they've been consistent, Like, they've had their moments, but, like, Kyle Corver has been cold. Richard Jefferson is old. Like, their, like, their bench is really more old than they actually are veterans. Like, Derrick Williams is not even hitting shots, and I don't know why they're not using Derrick Williams. I would throw him out there just to have an extra body, yeah. because even though yeah. Kevin Durant and them can't handle LeBron, LeBron and them cannot handle Kevin Durant neither. So and it looks right. worse for the Cavs because, like, like I was it saying was. to Stanley in the in the first podcast, like, I I just think they're going to be gas like throughout the series, like just like what happened in Game One, I think it's going to happen through throughout the rest of the series. Like, basically, I think that like LeBron, Love and uh, Kyrie Irving, I think they're just going to get worn out, and it's going to be three versus you know the eight on the Warriors, basically. You know what, I think that's, especially after game one,
0: if that's a snapshot into what this final is going to be like, then that's absolutely correct. Because when you're watching it, like I'm like, again, like I'm going off of this, you know, this idea where, you know, the stars align and, you know, if everything works out the way in theory it might and should, maybe they still win. And, they, you know, maybe, right, even if it all works out. But Mm -hmm. yeah, dude, it was like LeBron, LeBron could score, you know, he scored 28 points, like 15, you know, he almost had a triple double. But besides that and, you know, Love and, you know, Kyrie, you know, did his thing. But yeah, you're right. It was like literally three against everyone else. And the Warriors bench, you know, David West put up buckets. Andre Godala was effective as always. You know, Javad McGee's definitely kind of shaken off the, the, you know, the shacking of fool. Kind of title, mm. yeah. It was very, it was very dominant on the on the part of the uh, Warriors bench. And, you know, yeah, you know, Derek Williams is, you know, he's past his veteran. You know, yeah, Richard Jefferson—they're past their veteran years, and they're literally, yeah, they're literally entering like older, you know, older, older years. You know, like past veteran.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I was also going to say, like, Clark and the the young guys on the Warriors, they're helping out as well. So, yeah, that was my main thing. I feel like because the Warriors do have a better bench, in my opinion, that they're just going to wear out the calves And, like I said, it's going to be, you know, three versus eight. And LeBron and Kyrie can only do so much. Like, Kyrie can do a little bit more than LeBron offensively, but, like, it's just mm-hmm. it's just. Too much. I don't think it's going to really change. Like Tyrone Lu probably is going to try to make some changes for game two. But as of right now, I got the Warriors going too uh, low. I, like I said, I could be wrong. Maybe they make some big adjustments that I don't see. But unless the bench plays uh, much better in game two, I think it's going to be a similar uh, outlook. Because like I was telling Stanley in the, the uh, in our predictions, like when I watched both of the games during the season, like, basically, the Warriors have won the first one. Like, they were up by double digits in the first mm-hmm. game, like, uh, in the fourth quarter, but they just gave up the lead. But, like, now, I don't think that's going to happen. And, yeah, I, I do think with will help, and I'm not, like, trying to be funny while I'm saying this, but the Cavs yeah. are going to need some help from the referees. Like, they're going to need I don't, like, some. they're going to need the referees to, like, pretty much get away, like, without, like, calling any fouls, basically. Like, that's, that's the only thing I can yeah. think of. That's the only thing that would possibly slow the game down. But even then, like, it's still going to be hard. So, yeah, that's my personal opinion. There's too many I, weapons on that team. Oh,
0: can you say that again, weapons? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I uh, I was just saying, yeah, there's too many weapons on that team. Yeah,
1: on the Warriors. yeah. Yeah, 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 completely agree, yeah. So that's why I think they're going to they're gonna win game two, and then the pressure is really going to be on the cap, which I think is really bad for LeBron because as great as LeBron is, he is one of the mentally, this is going to sound bad saying this, but he is one of the more mentally, like, weakest, like, superstars. Like, his confidence was down after they lost to the Celtics at first uh, whatever, that, that one loss they had. And in the second game, he had, like, four fouls in, like, the first quarter. Like, he he was just, like, not in sync. But, like, Kyrie built the team out. Like, you know, he put him on his back or whatever. So LeBron was able to, like, get back to his normal self in the fourth quarter. But I don't think that's going to happen in this series. So, yeah, like, all three of them have to play, like, They just have to play extraordinary for, like, the the rest of the series, which I just don't think is going to happen. That's just too much. And, yeah, so hopefully – I I predicted them to win uh, the worst to win in six games. Right now it's not looking like that. It's only one game. But, honestly, I really won't be surprised if somehow the Cavs get swept. Like, it would really be terrible for the league, but I just would not be surprised, too. Like, it's just too much. I you know what it's
0: hard for me after that game, dude. And you know LeBron James. but right, you're, you're picking apples to you know green apples to red apples. We're talking about LeBron James and Kevin Durant, but but yeah, dude. I mean you know you're talking about the two best players on on you know two best basketball players in the world are on the court together mm-hmm. playing each other. You know kind of like finally. You know we've been waiting for this. And Durant's and you know Durant's company now with three other. All stars, one of which has won two MVPs, and yeah, dude, that's that's a lot to account for. It's not, you know, LeBron's not playing the Thunder anymore. You don't have to worry about, you know, only two superstars. You got to worry about four. You know, that's a lot to ask for. Even you know, even for LeBron James, even for you know Kyrie, even for Kevin Love, like that's a lot to ask. So after Game One, if there's any 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 probability discussion of if they can get swept, the answer is absolutely yes. There's a, there is a, a significant chance that they can get swept. And if the Cavs can push it to six, I think that's a victory for the Cavs. I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's stacked, stacked, stacked against them at this point. You know, unless, like I said, you know, they play perfectly and, you know, and there's, you know, calls that, you know, fall their way. But it was a, you know, a dominant, dominant performance. Oh, and what I was going to say too uh, was, uh, we we can talk Stanley this tomorrow. Um, Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I was pointing out there were a lot of uh, there's a lot of different storylines in this finals, right? You have like we were saying LeBron versus KD, uh, LeBron getting his fifth ring, KD getting his first ring. um, You know, a bunch of different stories storylines. David Westing getting his first, whatever. But I think the unspoken storyline. If, if, the Warriors, if the Warriors end up sweeping the Cavs, right, four in a row, or even if they go, mm-hmm. you know, five, the unspoken story that should be highlighted for this, you know, victory, you know for this, this championship should be Mike Brown's deliverance as a coach. Because Mike yeah. Brown, you know what I'm saying? Right, he was, he was in Cleveland. He was, you know, quite literally ousted by LeBron James. To go to, you know, the Lakers where, you know, Kobe Bryant didn't take Mike Brown seriously, you know, he didn't take him seriously at all. And, out you know, he was ousted by, you know, L.A. He ended up, you know, kind of around, and then he just got, you know, kind of got spat out on this Warrior team. And then all of a sudden, Steve Kerr's down. And I didn't even think about that. Stanley mentioned it yesterday. Um, and I, think, I think he might have said something, too. But, you know, Steve Kerr not being there is a, a pretty big factor. And, whether it's a shout out to Steve Kerr's coaching, you know, the players' talent and their professionalism, but maybe a little bit a little bit of it has to do with Mike Brown, you know, maturing a little bit and finding that deliverance to, you know, make sure that the end of his career is ending on a high note.
1: And I think that's, you know, mm-hmm. kind of commendable in a way. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. Uh I made the joke like way before like way before the series was going to start. I was like, uh, I put it on Facebook, I was like, plot twist. Mike Brown is going to get his revenge on the Cavs organization. So.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're absolutely right. If there's anyone that would know how to beat LeBron and Kyrie, right? Yeah, both of them. Effectively,
1: it would be Mike Brown. Well, aside from LeBron getting a couple, well, yeah, he he made several plays where he went down the lane. So it wasn't like he wasn't aggressive. But I figured eventually mm-hmm. they was going to have to get him to shoot. And he made a couple of threes, but then it was just like, all right, like he started becoming normal. And another issue I would say is because he's been such a bad free throw shooter as far as mm-hmm. in comparison to other small forwards, like, yeah, he's, he's going to have to figure out a way to make his free throws. Like, he can't afford to mm-hmm. even miss many free throws, like maybe one at the most because, yeah, they just can't play any defense. Like, not good enough. No, to, like, they, they need every point. 100. Yeah.
0: No, they need every point that they can get. They need every rebound. I was impressed with Tristan Thompson. But, yeah, dude, that defense, that, you know, 106 rating postseason defense, yeah, I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't see any any defense at all last game. Um, you know, I, like, like you said, dude. I think, yeah, Warriors are going to win game two. It can't get much. Fun, you know, they lost. You know, thirty points. It wasn't even. Wasn't even close. And I, you know, if if the Caps can win game three and game four somehow, then you know we got a real. Then we got a real final going. You know.
1: I Yeah, I, I do. I do agree. I'm just. I guess I'm very uh, pessimistic on that part. I just feel like if they are down two, oh, I feel like they're gonna be down three-one again, and then this time it will basically. That's why I think it's gonna happen. I just I, even though I did pick in six games, I think it's gonna be exactly what should have happened last year. It's gonna be a four-to-one yeah. win, and then uh, I don't know if you you heard why I told Stanley, but basically I'm pretty sure somehow some way. LeBron is going to find a way to, like, manage to get the blame on the bench and stuff, and then they're going to find a way to get Carmel Anthony on the team next season, which we can talk about another day. But I'm pretty sure he's going to find some type of way, even if it means getting rid of Kevin Love, which I'm pretty sure he wants to try to free a big four. But, yeah.
0: I don't think they have the cap space for it, and I think – I think Melo is still faster than Kevin Love is. And I think Melo can still be effective for more spots on the court than Kevin Love is. I think Kevin Love will beat him in rebounds, which is good. But, I mean, Kevin Love's not, you know, the Kevin Love from, you know, Minnesota. He's, he's like a, he's a three-point shooter thing. You know, he's, he's draining, but, uh, you know, whatever. I'd rather, you know, Carmelo Anthony can do that same thing for less money. And, you know, other things on offense that, you know, Love just doesn't do. You know, if, if that's
1: mm-hmm.
0: – that, you know, that could happen. That could for sure happen. You know, uh, Braun and Mello played each other in high school. Uh, Mello, I think, is a couple – you know, a year or two older. But it could be the answer. But, you know, I, I thought you were going to say for a second, because uh, last year – the last uh, podcast, I said, you know, last year the Cavs were – you know, they lost. Like, the Cavs basically lost last year. And then Draymond went down and then they got mm-hmm. Kevin Love and it's like they got Kevin Love to make to so that when Draymond does get out somehow some way they'll have you know his replacement Kevin Durant so you know maybe LeBron's going to figure out a way to get get both of them out so you know if that's the only way to beat the Warriors they're going to have to injure or get you know Draymond
1: Green uh suspended. But it's gonna be kinda hard to do that. Yeah, man. They I just think they're in big trouble and I think for all the LeBron stands, all the LeBron sexuals, like they're about to be really hurt. And yeah, man, I mean it's look, people can say what they want, but this is the biggest series of LeBron's career, even though his biggest win obviously was last year. But it's like, dude, you've been talking about chasing the ghost of Michael Jordan. You got all your stands. Not fan base, but stand base, saying that you're right neck, uh neck and neck to Jordan. So, like, if you end up going three and five instead of four and four, then that's it. It's completely over. That's like, a big as far difference. As, yeah. Like, yeah. Hmm.
0: That's a very good point. That's a very, very good point. I'm not, I'm not a LeBron fan. I, I'm a, I'm a Kobe fan. I, you know, I'm, I'm, L.A. Lakers. I love Kobe Bryant. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's right, though. You know, number one, first and foremost, is Michael Jordan. You know, Kobe is definitely in the top, you know, five, maybe number three or four. I I'd, I'd put Kareem up there. You know, I think that that was a very, very good thing. To see. Yeah, that was very right. You know, if he goes four and four, then you can say, you know what, you got to give the guy credit. He went to seven finals in a row. He had, he went to one his sophomore year, and he won half of them. That's not bad, but. Then if he goes three and five, you can then say, well, look, he manufactured a team in Miami, won two, went to three. He didn't even win three, went back to Cleveland, manufactured a team in Cleveland on his terms to get Kevin Love, won a game because Draymond Green was injured, and then he might not win a game. If he loses this one like that, he may not win again. It'd be hard to overcome that because now you have this juggernaut you know, in the Warriors that are just going to you know going to crush them every time. And LeBron, LeBron's thirty-two years old. Kevin Durant's twenty-eight. You know, mm-hmm. Durant. It, it could be the start of Durant's legacy in, in a way. You know.
1: Yeah. So that's a very I mean, me, yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, me personally, I'm a LeBron fan. Like I've always supported LeBron. I never liked it. Liked the whole uh, Kobe-LeBron debate. I Always hated that because they're completely different player and I mean I'm a Lakers
0: Lakers
1: fan as well yeah yeah so yeah I'm a Lakers fan as well but I never like bought in into that whole nonsense like they're a completely different player and oh yeah uh I'll talk about this like a whole nother day but my my Mm. top 10 top five of all time is based on position like mine because it sports is so subjective that, like, you can make an argument for who you want to be number one based on who you like. But, like, mine is mine's more simplified. So, yeah, I'll talk about that a whole nother day. But, yeah, yeah basically, that's, that's a, you know, like, you know, go, ahead. go ahead. You first. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, based on, like, the standards that Le- LeBron has had to go through, like, I think he's lived a Look up to most of those standards, but like I said, like the bronze sexuals and bronze stands, they, they make it worse. So, yeah, that's why I'm just like, yeah, if he goes three and five, like I don't want to hear from Nick Wright and Colin heard about, oh, you know, the Warriors this and that. Like, yes, the Warriors are the better team. But I don't want to hear how somehow that makes him better than Jordan because Jordan – didn't go against uh, this Warriors team. Like, I just don't want to hear this no, type of stuff. Like, if the Warriors sure. win, then, yeah, they should get credit. Yeah, go
0: ahead. Right. It would be like saying Steph Curry was, was good. They were okay. But, you know, 20 years from now, there's going to be, you know, another another awesome team that they haven't played. Yeah, right. It's exactly right. How are you going to say that Michael Jordan Michael Jordan and his team weren't that good
1: it, just, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, man. So that's why I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't want to see LeBron lose again. But, yeah, I i picked the Warriors' uh, objectivity. I was just like, I just can't imagine them being full strength losing. Like, I just can't imagine that, especially, like, the way they did last year. So, yeah, I, I think – yeah, I think the Cavs are in trouble, man. I know, like, all the people who would yeah. pick the Cavs in terms of, like, ESPN and uh, Fox Sports 1, they're like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's just game one. But it's like, dude, it's different. It's different if you lost a close game. Like, they did uh, the first time they played each other uh, in the trilogy. Like, the first time, you know, they went to overtime. But this wasn't the case. Like, you got blown out. like And you got blown out oh, yeah, really quick be- in the third quarter.
0: Yeah, they they won. Yeah, the Warriors beat them handily, right? Mm-hmm. Handily. Like, the, you're right. The last few times in the regular season, it was a game we expected it to be, and it it wasn't that. It wasn't even it wasn't even close, right? We they were missing shots, and it, was, it still wasn't close. It was un- unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, I was going to ask you one. I was going to ask you one more thing. Um, I was going to say, shoot. If it comes to me, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, okay, we got yeah, dude. your top five to so, ten. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got to tell me your you got to go over your top five to ten sometime, and and Stanley's got to be, uh, in the conversation too. He's gonna he's gonna love to uh love to hear that. But um, yo, is is LeBron James a top five basketball player
1: or a top ten basketball player of all time right now? Top ten, yes. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, yeah. top five is debatable, but yeah, he's top ten for sure. Like, my, like the whole thing about being top five, top ten is, like, you have to have impacted and changed, like, your era. Like, whatever era you came in or you got drafted in, you had to have been a game changer, and he's been the number one guy. Like, he's been the game changer. So, yeah, I definitely think yeah. he's a top ten based on all the accolades that he has. And, yeah, I think you could definitely argue the ACN in top five. I'll, I'll say where I have them uh, ranked for another day. Uh, but, yeah, we cool. got 30 seconds left, man. So, anything else you want to get out? Right. Yeah, man. Um, first off, again, thank you so much. Um, I
0: love being part of these talks, man. Uh, dude, game two is going to be crazy. Uh, I'm expecting the same result, hopefully a little bit closer. But, uh, dude, I, th- I think Warriors go 2-0.
1: Yeah, I agree. I got I got words going too low and I don't think it's gonna be close either. But yeah, man, we out man. Yo, nice talking to
0: you bro. Let's uh let's get it together after game two.
1: Alright, for sure. Peace, bro.